Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 43 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, good people? What is going on? Well, it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. But I must admit, I'm a little tired. Not really physical. More so mental. I shouldn't even say tired because tired is not the word. Um... Would it be fatigue? That still means tired. Would it be challenged mentally? Yeah, okay. Um, Because here's the deal. I see the extremism that takes place on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. That's just where we are, society-wise. That's just where we are. But I also see the level of frustration that comes with that for people who are genuinely trying to know better, learn more, and really start or restart their journey to, you know, a life of health and wellness. And so I kind of bounce back and forth between a little bit of frustration, not too much. I'm going to tell you the people I don't really only get frustrated with. Those who think they know everything. Or those who, I mean, every aspect of their life, they are failing to get the results that they want. But they they are so, let them tell it, so-called experts of all things. And it's like, bruh, shut up. What you're saying is not even working for you. Now, I don't know if that's because it doesn't work or because... Or because you just have fell into apply those things. But either way, you're not qualified. But it got me to thinking about, you know, the difference between conventional and alternative medicine. And I have said it a thousand times and I'll say it again. You have to decide. And I think this is the scariest part for most people. When we start talking about living a life of freedom. It's the level of responsibility that comes with that is what I believe frightens most people. And because most people don't want it. Well, look at it like this. Most people have never had it. So I can understand why most people don't want it and and have no desire. Like if I have been told everything that I'm supposed to do, I have been told everything that is right and wrong. If I've been told where do I I go here for this, where do I go for that? Like if I've been guided every step of the way, I can get why people don't want or maybe I should say they're hesitant to step into that lane of, okay, I can take it from here. But again, you got to do what works for you. I know in this age of information, and maybe even uncertainty, I guess you could say for some people, 
There's the tendency to look for someone to cling to. Give me this. Lead me to this. Show me the way. And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with studying people, following, listening, learning from different people, different methods, audio, video, books. All of those things are beautiful and wonderful. But there should be an ultimate goal that you all of these things are kind of building blocks that are helping you to get to a position to where you can take the lead. That doesn't mean that you still don't continue to learn. It doesn't mean that you don't still um, consider other people's views and information that they're sharing. But you, you get in the driver's seat of this thing. And that what it, that's what it will require for you to determine things like what type of doctor should I go to and what should I listen to and what shouldn't I listen to those are certain things because I can tell you all day what I do and do not listen to and what I do and do not do you know me personally I, I mean people feel like I have some <laughs> vendetta against doctors or something I don't I mean, I have a bad taste in my mouth about it, but that's from experience and that's just from what I see. I think there is a place for doctors if there's an emergency, if you were in a car accident, if you were playing and you injured yourself and you broke a bone. and like I, I think there's a, there is a place for doctors. There are some innovative things that has been taking place with people where they've been able to create all types of modern tools and limbs with people, you know, amputees and things like that. All of that, I think, is fascinating and wonderful. And 100 percent, there's a place for that. But a doctor for preventative and maintenance care of your body on a day to day, week to week, to week year to year basis. No, ma'am. Nope. But that's just me. But anyway, that's kind of what I was thinking about because I had someone inquire about um, going to a doctor. And let me just say this. There should be questions that you ask. No one is above reproach. No one is above answering questions no one is above um, being critiqued even myself no one so if your doctor has a problem with you questioning what they're doing or you even going to get a second third fourth fifth do you know there there's not a limit to how many freaking uh opinions you can get you know what i'm gonna go get an eighth opinion i've heard what the first seven of you said i'm still not feeling good about this there is no limit to that. This is your body. Possibly if you're a parent, this is your children's body. Like, do what you need to do until you come to a place of comfort. But for me, for me, when I think about the difference between conventional and alternative medicine, I think I, I break it down into three, three different things that come to mind. Right? The approach or, you know, the difference between the two. What, what, what are those three factors? And for me, number one, alternative medicine believes. 
Healing, right? Your health has to start in your mind. Like what? That's number one. What? And the more that I study human psychology and human behavior, I get that it probably the way I, we're so used to doing overcomplicating things that that seems too simple. How can healing start in my mind? Do you see what's going on with my body? Do you see the condition that I'm in? What does my mind have to do with that? I'm glad you asked. Now, as much as I critique mainstream and conventional medicine and, and organizations, I do follow what they do. I follow the things that they publicize. Oftentimes what they will publicize that would require you to read is a little bit different than what they promote. Because I have found actually some interesting information. If you just peruse different websites like, you know, the Heart Association and um, Diabetes, um, what is it? Is, the, is it? is that association as well? Probably. American Cancer Society. You know, just peruse some of their websites. I mean, a lot of it is BS, but they actually point to some key things if you look at it. And so I was looking on the American um, Cancer Society and, and looking up how they define the placebo effect. And if you don't know what the placebo effect is, well, I'll just use their definition. And they consider a placebo a substance or, or a kind of treatment that looks like treatment or medicine, but it's actually not. As an example, um, you can have a control group and you have your experimental group. And one, the, the group that you're actually trying your new medicine out on, you would give them the actual pill and you may give the other group a sugar pill, right? So you could, you would call that the placebo. That group is a placebo group. And anything that happens beneficial to that group is referred to as a placebo effect. And, and again, it doesn't have to be a pill. It can be a procedure. It can be an injection. It could be something you ingest like a liquid or whatever. But the, <laughs> the change in that person's symptoms as a result of getting that placebo is considered a placebo effect. And so, and I was looking on the website and it, and it kind of speaks to this. Now, Keep in mind now, we, 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 we can't have you put in full confidence in anything outside of the standard. So we got to put a level of doubt in there. So <laughs> the, the Cancer Society has it worded. They say usually the term placebo effect speaks to the helpful effects a placebo has in, re in relieving symptoms. However... The effect usually lasts only a short time. And it says it's thought to have something to do with the body's natural chemical ability to briefly relieve pain and certain other symptoms. Now think about that for a second. How is it possible? All right, we ain't going deep. We ain't going spooky. We, we, we just talk, I mean, common sense now, that's what we do here. Just, just basic common sense. How is it possible 
that you and I can be afflicted with the same illness. I give you a dead pill, right? A sugar pill. Nothing that has any indications that it can affect anything that is going on with your body in regard to your illness, right? I give you that pill, but you don't know it. I forgot I forgot I left that 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 little piece out. Right? <laughs> let me because that's critical. Let let me go back. Because the key piece in the placebo effect and and, and the the page even references this and speaks to this and it says the the type of placebo effect seems most related to the degree of confidence and faith the patient has in the doctor or activity. So let's 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 put this together. So again, the scenario is you and I. We have it can be anything. Let's just name something. Let's say the flu. Okay? You get a pill with nothing active in it. It's just a sugar pill. I get the pill with whatever new flu drug is being promoted. And somehow by my belief that that pill is going to help me somehow, miraculously, I improve. How do you explain that? How do you explain that? How do you explain that? How? Again, I found this on the American Cancer Society. You can you can pull up some of the um, NIH, the National Institute of Health, some of the studies that have been done, and you see it repeating over and over and over, that somehow, somehow the power of the mind, some, I mean, that by itself, to me, would have you really questioning everything in regard to your role in how you think. I gotta calm down because I get excited. <laughs> I get excited. And like that's the key to the universe. That's the key to life. If, if you can grasp that you, your mind has the power to make anything true, like that is what blew the lid off for me when I try to figure out why people were not getting the results that they wanted. Like, what is missing? Or what is causing them when they think that they have good intentions, but they're still getting crappy results? Like you have the power to make anything true with your mind. So the conventional medicine is not for you go to your doctor and start talking about the power of your mind. He's going to send you up out of there and probably refer you to. Um, a psych doctor, but the opposite is with alternative medicine. You can see this with people who, and, and people love to use these stupid examples. Well, I know people who, I mean, they eat and better and they exercise and they still, you know, sick and they still this and they still that. Well, Eating is one piece, and that's good. 
Physical activity is another piece. But if you have left out the mental, you're going to have problems. And I would dare to say, as strong as I feel about food and nutrition, that how you think and what you think is more important than what you eat. And that's the biggest difference between how conventional medication and, uh, should I say, medicine approaches health and healing versus alternative medicine. You got to get your mind right. That's why I say you can't ask me what I believe. Because the scenario someone posed to me the other day was, well, what if you got diagnosed with cancer? I mean, it's just a stupid scenario, but I, 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 I entertained it. Again, it's just a couple of times people have asked me and I entertain it. But, but first of all, the difference is if you hear that and I hear that, your first thought is going to be death. You're gonna, it's gruesome. Like, you're going to think of all the people who you knew who suffered. You're going to think of all the people who you knew who died. And I'm going to laugh like, word? Oh, okay. Well, I know what to do here. And that alone, like, number one, before you even get down to sales and waste and toxins, the mind. Like, there are trigger words. This is what I hate about conventional doctors because they'll throw these words out. If I say to you right now, cancer, certain things come to mind. If I say to you right now, HIV, AIDS, certain things come to mind. If I say high blood pressure, high cholesterol, if I, if I give you, if I say lupus, your mind, you've been programmed to associate these words to certain things. And it's deep. It's so deep because you that's your antenna. To the universe, out to the world. That's that thought thing, vibration. So the moment that you accept that, even without you realizing it, you are inviting that in. You are making that true immediately. People are confused why people go out so quick once they find they got cancer. Now, let's not underestimate, okay, the toxic treatment that they're receiving. To a already body, a body that's already compromised. All right, we 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 that's significant by itself. But the mental man, the mental part, is what's breaking people down. You have people so fearful of getting cancer, they think that they're being preventative by cutting their freaking body parts off. If that ain't the craziest, oh my god. Oh, your mind, your mind is critical in your health process. The same way with, and this comes back to, again, the responsibility part, because you've been taught that you don't know what's best for you. You don't know how to care for yourself. What did we do when we couldn't go to a doctor's? What did great grandma do? How do you, how did they come up with this stuff that they came up with? These concoctions. Nobody went into a panic mode that, oh my God, this fever is this. We didn't even know what the fever was because we had no damn thermometer. But now all of a sudden you have been programmed to panic. My daughter got a fever of a hundred. Oh my God, what I'm going to do? I got to give them this because if I don't give them this, this could cause this, this, that, or the other. That's been programmed in. 
And you got to act on that. You know why? Because your mind has made that true. The same thing that I say about cancer treatment. If you live in fear, if you were to get a diagnosis and in your mind, I mean, deep down at your core, if you believe that if you don't get that chemo, it could be detrimental to you, it will behoove you to get it. I know that sounds crazy as much as I'm against it, but you got to understand at the core of everything we do is frequency and vibration, that mind piece. And that's the difference. That's the key difference between this conventional stuff. And I don't even like the word alternative. Like, how, how did we get to be alternative? Like, <laughs> this was the core of what we did, healing the body. Holistically. So, I don't know how we got, well, I do know, but, and, that, and that's my point too. My, my number two for the main difference between conventional and alternative medicine and healing. And I shouldn't even say healing because it ain't no healing when it comes to no conventional. So let me just stop trying to combine those two things together because it ain't no healing. Ain't nobody trying to heal you in no conventional medicine. Anytime I have someone I know I went to school with. I have told this story before. And the fact that I know this person has been on high blood pressure medication for over 10 years. What kind of healing is that? If in fact the drugs did what they were supposed to do, shouldn't you come off at some point? 10 years and you still on? Come on, man. Ain't no conventional medicine trying to heal you. You need to understand that. On the number two. Number two is alternative medicine. Alternative healing looks at the body as a whole. There are no parts. There are no parts. When you go to a conventional doctor, he wants to know what's your ailment, what's bothering you. He's going to point, well, and you point, you, you know, doc, my leg, man, you know, my side, my back, you know, my head, my sinus, um, haven't been able to sleep. Um, what, what, what's some common ailments? Um, my stomach, digestion, staying bloated, constipated. And what he's going to do is he's going to hone into that one area. He's not going to look at anything else for the most, for the most part, just for the most part. Okay, you could possibly get x-rays on that one area. You could possibly get an MRI on that one area. And that's going to be the major focus. Whereas, alternatively, we got one goal. Homeostasis. Equilibrium. What does that mean? Balance. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what your ailment is. I mean, you can let us know. That's that's helpful information to know what your symptoms are. But ultimately, we got one goal, and that's to bring the body back in balance. What is happening that has thrown the body out of balance and that is continuing to throw the body out of balance? That is the one focus. If, in fact, I bring the body back in balance, the body can take care of the rest. And we know. 
You cannot bring the body back in balance by bringing in more chemicals and more toxins. So that's what makes taking prescription drugs so insane. And that's what lets you know it ain't about no healing. You don't go to your doctor to get healed. You go to your doctor to get rid of your symptoms. Truth be told, you should thank your body for illness because it is trying to help your raggedy behind. It is a healing crisis. It has tried every other avenue. It has tried to flush through your lymphatic system. It has tried to filter through your kidneys, all right, your liver. It has tried to even clean and send some junk out through your skin. You got bumps on your back, acne, random rashes. Uh, what was the what's some of the popular ones? Eczema, psoriasis. It's tried that. And now we have to, the body has to put you through a healing crisis. All right. We either going to take the body temperature up to burn up some of this foolishness. We're going to bring about some flu-like symptoms because we need to get this mucus out. Like what you do is every single time that you stop the process, you do two things. One, again, you're bringing in more toxins. You're bringing in more chemicals as you take these foreign inorganic substances to get rid of your symptoms. And then two, you stop the process. The body is a hell of a machine. A hell of a machine. Because the fact that we do that over and over again and it's still working and it's still trying its best to filter and flush, working nonstop as we eat nonstop, which also slows the cleansing and detox process because so much energy is devoted to digesting food. This is why overeating is detrimental to your health. I would even dare to say, yes, put me on record. I would even dare to say that overeating is a lot worse than simply just eating crap. I, I would dare to say that because you have to understand again what is happening. I remember this. I, I, did, I keep telling this story, but I just remember how stupid I was when I would be eating every two hours. Why are you eating every two hours? You are not hungry. Your body has not digested barely, depending on what you're eating, especially when you're talking about some heavy um, oh, protein, just overabundance of just meat. And the dumbest idea that the fitness experts so-called have come up with that your body is so dumb that if you don't eat every two hours, it won't know how to process and uh, regulate your metabolism is insane. It's insane. And people who attempt to cut back on their eating because you believe, first and foremost, because you believe that you need this, you have made that your body truth. And the moment you cut back on your eating, you see a weight loss and you panic like, oh my God, see, I told you, I got to eat. I'm just losing weight, a lot of weight. And you don't even realize two things are happening. One, as I just mentioned, the mind part, you made that true. 
You attracted that. You said you made that your body truth that if I don't eat every two hours, I'm going to lose a crazy amount of weight. That's the first thing you did. The second thing you did by you stopping eating. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Your body, you allowed your body to begin to flush itself. And yes, a lot of the weight that we carry, even some of it that we think looks good, whether it's muscles, whether it's thickness with hips and butts, a lot of it is waste. So as you stop eating and give your time, your body a chance to flush itself, yes, you're going to release some of that waste. Mm-hmm. The body as a whole. Lastly, 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 if I ain't known for nothing else, you mark me. Mark this down by my name. The difference between conventional and alternative medicine, man, is that we know, we not only believe, but we know as a fact, the body can heal itself. The body can heal itself. I don't care. Don't, don't, I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking all types of illnesses and diseases. Your mind is going crazy. I don't care. I don't care. Your body can heal itself. And that's what I love. You see, it's a different feel when you approach health this way because you don't, there's no panic. You don't fear death. You don't, there's no unease. See, you can't be healthy when you reside in a place of unease. You can't. It's the same way about attracting abundance to yourself. You cannot attract abundance to yourself always fearing, always being in a place of lack. You know that feeling when when you don't know how you're going to pay your bills? That's what you sent out. I can't emphasize it enough. This was one of the hardest lessons. And it really wasn't a lesson, but it just countered everything that I was ever taught and everything that I ever believed. So it was so difficult for me to not only come to understand it, but make it my new belief system. That. The body and is all of its luscious amazingness can do what it needs to do to heal itself. Man. And the mind, the mind is at the core of all of that, man. Your mind. Yeah. I'm telling you if you can get that. If you can get it, if you can get it, because first of all, number one is going to connect to every single thing else in your life. I'm talking about health and wellness here, but if you can really come into not only understanding, but adopting the belief system that your mind controls it all, your thoughts control it all, it's going to impact everything else you do in life. It's going to impact whether business, professional, your personal life, like people tripping over, you know, so-and-so ain't this and, and, and men ain't this and women ain't this. Like, that ain't your problem. The world's problems ain't your problem. They live by a different code. Matter of fact, they ain't even got no code. They, they've gone rogue. That's why they running in circles. So it don't matter what they say. It don't matter what their numbers look like. Most of them are fudged anyway. <laughs> they ain't the real numbers anyway. If you believe that you have the ability to create the life you desire, if you believe, 
Don't matter what it comes. I, I, I can hear you. I hear all these. I hear the 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 um the rebuttals that are coming now. Nah, but what about what about nah, nah, nah. I'm I'm jabbing like nah. I'm dipping. No, ooh, miss it. Don't matter. Don't matter. This is this is a guarantee. I don't know what I can give you. I was about to say um money back guarantee, but you ain't gave me no money. But I'm just telling you. <laughs> Oh, okay, I got it. Results guaranteed. That's what I can guarantee. I guarantee you. If you can figure this little piece out here, results are guaranteed. And that's my hashtag. My hashtag is results matter. Are you getting results? If you get results right now and you listening and you think this heifer is crazy, then ignore me. I ain't talking to people who get results. All right, you done figure some things out, or maybe you don't even know how you get the results. Maybe you can explore that even more, but ignore me. I'm talking about the people who ain't getting results. I'm talking about the people who are confused, who are running in circles, who can't figure out, like, why, why is this stuff not adding up for me? And why is it that I want? I do want to be what you speak about. Like, when I hear you speak about being free, when I hear you speak about being bold and being um, self-accountable and self-empowered, right, and self-responsible, I really do want to, but deep down, I'm not, and I don't know why. Those are the people I'm talking. That's those are people I'm talking about. Straight up, those are the people who I'm talking to. I'm telling you. We say the secrets to life and secrets to the universe, but it really ain't no secret. I just told you. I just told you what it is. Test it and try it. But no one understands this, that oftentimes on the surface, you can believe that you're there. But you have to go deeper to make sure that what you want and desire on the surface is it aligns at the core with who you really are and what you really believe. Because oftentimes those things conflict and we don't even realize it. And I always challenge people as well as myself to look at that when you know on the surface you're doing these things, but you're still not getting, you're still not manifesting these other things. You got to go a little bit deeper. And, you know, I don't want to tell anyone necessarily what to do or what not to do. I really don't. I'm just here to share information. What you do with the information, that's on you. It's not my concern. Um, you know, and the goal is not to have you to think like me. It's just to have you to think, period. That's what I know. How do I know? Because I spent 30 years not thinking. I mean, I can admit that. I, I really, I tell my daughter all the time. I said, I'm so glad that I came into knowing before you left home, before you, you know, entered into adulthood. Because for the first, you know, half, well, I shouldn't say half of your life, but that first few years of your life, you know, I couldn't give you what I didn't have. And I couldn't awaken something in you that I hadn't awakened in my own self. That's the goal here. And Every day I'm hearing stories 
every day I am hearing things that just blow my freaking mind. And, you know, again, I'm not really trying to knock on doctors, even though I am. I'm lying. I, I am because I think majority of them, they fall in two categories. Some of them are straight up full of shit and they know the stuff that they are telling you is crap. And they know the stuff that they're telling you that they will not and they do not tell their, their loved ones. And then there are those who are just so caught up in the sauce that they haven't even they won't even attempt to open their eyes. They won't even attempt to look at what they're doing and see the contradictions and see, you know, the things that are happening that are detrimental to people. They just choose to remain in ignorance. And I have a problem with that. But to be fair, there are, as always, we know it's exceptions to the rule. Those who are putting even their jobs on the line. And they are stepping out and they are doing, you know, they, they may not even be publicly stepping out, but they behind closed doors between when it's just them and their patients, they are sharing information. They are telling them, um, listen, no, this is not the route you want to do. We want to go X, Y, Z. And I, and I got mad respect for that because at some point in time, it's like, where do you draw the line? Where does your level of integrity? I told my sister last night, if I didn't have any integrity, man, I'd be rich right now. I mean, I'm already rich technically because, you know, I'm just just patiently waiting on the physical to catch up. But yeah, I'm already rich. But you get what I'm saying. Because people are so vulnerable and they don't want to think for themselves. So it's so easy to take advantage of people. That's, that's just a fact. So conventional and alternative medicine you make the choice you make the choice i would just ask this when you step up in whoever's office and this goes on both ends i'm not saying that you look into alternative healing and then you get to a point where you don't ask questions you always ask questions but when you step into these conventional doctor's office ask one fundamental question what is causing this? What's causing this? I know what you're saying. And I know what you're saying that if I take this, it will get rid of the symptoms. But what is causing this? And since I'm not the doctor, you know, I'm not the scientist. I'm not the this, this, that, or the other. I would expect that you will hold them more accountable than you would me, wouldn't you? You send me and look at this. Well, what about this? Well, I'm not the one that has the doctor in front of my name. I, I didn't say that I went to medical school and went to this, this, that, or the other. Again, question everybody. But do they get a free pass? They don't have to answer anything? You just do and take any, like, at what point? Do you decide, well, wait a minute. Wait, just wait a minute. Some, this don't make sense to me. Something ain't adding up, dog. I mean, you're going to have to. And if you can't explain this, I'm going to have to keep looking until I find someone who can't. And if I can't, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board and do some things different here. Well, that's it, y'all. That's that's it. The, the, the three differences, the three, the, the approach, the different approaches between Conventional and alternative medicine it is alternative medicine. Baby, we always start with the mind, knowing that it 
is in control of our health and our healing. Two, we know the body as a whole. You can't break this baby apart. It's all connected. We see that when we look at reflexology. How is it possible? How can you go and get acupuncture? How can I press one pressure point on your body and your headache goes away? How does that happen? Because the body's connected from the head to the toe. And lastly, the body can heal itself. The body can heal itself. Write that sucker down. Put it on a sticky note. Post it on your mirror. Say it three times and spin around and say it again. My body can heal itself. Give it the chance and it will. I promise you. I'm a witness. I ain't telling you nothing I read about. I'm telling you something I know for a fact. The body can heal itself if you give it the opportunity. So that's all I got, good people. The choice is yours. As always, I respect free will. So whatever works for you, let it do what it do. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Work Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.